0: It's felt like we've been on a winning streak, actually. We've been getting the results. People have been happy. Our rooms have all been full. We're between the academic cycle and the big changeover period in summer, so we're relatively quiet on the workload point of view. But the last couple of weeks have changed that, certainly for me. Truth is, building a business is great when things are going well, but actually... Running a good business is about what you do and how you deal with things when they're not going well. The last couple of weeks have really tested me again. It's been painful, frustrating, slow, and I've had to deal with stuff that I didn't want to deal with. So what I want to do today is talk to you about some of that stuff. What's been going on, how I've dealt with it, and why it's been so frustrating. But truth is, this is all part and parcel of building a property business. It's all part and parcel of managing HMOs. So if you want to see what's been going on behind the scenes, then don't go anywhere. Please sit back, relax, and do whatever you need to do and enjoy today's episode of the HMO Podcast. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment, but before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO roadmap really is your one-stop shop inside the roadmap, you'll find a full 60 lesson course delivered by me teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets, and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from, and we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. Okay, you want to know what's not been going well for me the last couple of weeks. Now I'm going to tell you, even though I do think you're a bit sick in the head, I'm going to tell you. Now, there's nothing earth shattering in today's episode. Just want a full disclosure. There's nothing that's going to make your jaw completely drop. In fact, I suspect most of this stuff has happened to you already, or you'd feel okay about dealing with it if it did happen to you. But if you take anything from today's episode, it is how significant the impacts on your productivity and time and ability to run your business can be when this stuff does happen. And some of it is unavoidable. Some of it's avoidable, absolutely, but some of it is unavoidable. It's the stuff that we have to deal with as business owners. And again, this fairytale idea that building a business, certainly a property business, could be in any way passive is complete nonsense. And I'd just like to remind everybody that that is the case. Truth is, if we're building a HMO portfolio or managing assets, we're spinning a lot of plates. If you've got a job that you're still working in, if you've got a family, you've got other responsibilities, then you're spinning loads of plates. And being a business owner is sort of like standing in the middle of a field and having missiles launched at you from every direction. That's kind of what it is. We've got to dodge and deflect them wherever we can. If we drop the plates, it's difficult to get them back up and spinning again. That's what being a good business owner is about. It's making sure that those plates continue to spin. But this sort of stuff can derail that. This sort of stuff can take so much time and effort and headspace. It can really pull you away. It can really mean you lose focus. And that's really important. We've got to make sure that that doesn't happen. We've got to keep on top of this stuff. We've almost got to plow through it, get it done and dealt with so we can continue spinning those plates. So, today I'm going to talk to you about four things that over the last couple of weeks have been really difficult, very challenging to manage, and have really pulled me away from the stuff that I really want and need to be doing in my business. The first thing was an issue with the bank. I know, I told you, this isn't all earth-shattering stuff, but just wait. The second was a complaint, quite a serious complaint we received. The third was the sheer volume of work that landed on my desk, completely my fault, and the fourth... Thousands of pounds worth of invoices that all sort of descended on us at the same time. So, first of all, the banking issue. I'm not going to take you right back through it, but received a letter from the bank, had no idea what it was about, but they wanted to call them. I called. I'm the only signatory on the bank, so only I can call and get these sorts of things dealt with. And it ended up on hold for hours and hours and hours. On one occasion, and I've got a screenshot of it, five hours on hold, and then the phone died. So, Eventually, I gave up. I got an email through, and that email asked me again to call them. And I emailed back saying, Look, I've tried to call you, but I cannot get through. And as a business owner, I don't have hours. Every single day where I can just carve out some time and sit on hold to the bank. And the bank doesn't have a callback option, which is really frustrating. So for a long time, I had no idea what they wanted to talk about, but was aware that the bank needed to talk to me. In the end, I gave up, sent this email back saying, look, I've tried numerous times. I cannot get through. Please, can you call me back? Never heard anything. So assumed, you know what, it's probably not that important. So I gave up. Last week, I got a letter through and that letter said that they had, the bank had Changed their regulatory process and they were withdrawing our client account privileges because there was some missing information. And there was a date on which they were going to close the client account, and it's pretty soon. So that was scary because our client account is pretty much the hub of our entire business, the main investment management business. All of our income goes through the client account, that all gets reconciled, it's linked and tied to letting software, it's the pillar to the financial system, it's the pillar to our business. So this was really concerning. And on the letter, all there was was a number back to the telephone banking helpline, which was the one I'd called and called and called. So the long and short of this is that after getting passed around and around and spending hours and hours on the phone, nobody knew who I needed to speak to or what department it was. I was advised in the end to put a formal complaint in because somebody would then pick it up personally. That's what I did. That's what I've done. And now I've managed to get them to arrange a meeting with the appropriate department. Now, I could moan till I was blue in the face about this system, but it's not going to change anything but the important thing is the impact that it had on my business. This probably took me out of my business for three full days over the last couple of weeks, trying to get through to the right people going round and round and round and round in circles. And actually that has a massive impact. So this issue is still far from resolved, but at least now I've got a meeting with the right person in the right department, Which is progress. Ah, moving on to the second problem I've been dealing with the last couple of weeks. we got a formal complaint from a group of tenants. Now, in this complaint, it's set out very well, very clear, very concise, very well planned from a group of tenants who are unhappy about a number of things. Maintenance issues that weren't dealt with quickly enough, poor communication, some of the issues that we did get resolved weren't done good enough. And I've had to spend a lot of time going through that. We have a complaints procedure and as part of the complaints procedure, and this is how it's got to be done for the ombudsman, for the redress scheme, we have to set out who's going to deal with it and how long that's going to take. I take the responsibility in my team to deal with complaints because I want to know what's happening. I want to know where we're failing and where we need to improve. And it's a way of holding myself and our team to account. So I've had to review this complaint. And in doing so, go through all of the records attached to it, all of the email threads, all of the notes on the system, which takes a huge amount of time. Now, to give you an idea, that complaint response is over five pages long. It took me about a day over the course of a few days, was finding time to deal with it, to put that response together. And that's just a draft response that's now got to be submitted back to the tenants with the consideration of compensation. And it's definitely by no means a closed book. So that's still an ongoing thing, but hopefully we can find an amicable resolution and we can learn from the mistakes that we've made. Now, at the same time as all this and the banking issue, my workload just increased massively. I run about nine different revenue streams across a few businesses, and it just so happened that the last couple of weeks, a load of stuff landed on my lap. Everything from podcast bookings, to reviewing the financials of a couple of deals, to booking in some works and refer bits, to putting together and assessing appraisal memorandums. Just a whole load of stuff with pretty tight deadlines. A lot of people waiting for me to get back to them. And I just didn't have the time to do it all. I ended up working till about eight, nine o'clock every single evening for the last couple of weeks had to write off a couple of things that I had planned to do at the weekends, disappointed Gemma, and Gem gets it and she understands that sometimes running businesses, this sort of stuff's got to happen. But that's what I had to do. That was the sacrifice. And that's often the sacrifice you've got to make in business. The final issue I've been dealing with is an issue with one of our contractors and the costs of invoices. We got a whole load of invoices through on an email from one of our contractors. We do a huge amount of work with them, But my team flagged it because the costs seem to be really, really high. Now, I don't look at every single invoice, every maintenance invoice. We simply deal with too much. It's not my role within the business. My team are trained to do it. But they're also trained to be vigilant and aware where things seem and costs don't quite seem proportionate to the amount of work that was done or the job that was raised. And my team flagged this to me. We've got a contractor breathing down the neck. He wants paying and my team need me to review a load of invoices. So I had to find the time to do this. And that meant getting up all the invoices, cross-referencing them with the job sheets that were done, looking at photos, having conversations with the contractor, and negotiating and trying to understand all of this. Now I get it, costs are going up, material costs, labor costs. But at the same time, as a business, we've got to be super careful to manage those increasing costs. And we've got to make sure that we're negotiating If we just rolled over and agreed to everything and all the costs that were sent through to us, we really would end up paying substantially more than we should have to, than what I think is fair. The truth is, it's a constant battle, managing costs and prices, but also managing the relationships with your contractors and your tradesmen is also really important. And it's actually one of my highest priorities, which is why I periodically need to take time out when I don't think things look right, really assess them, go back with some logic to it, actually go back and look at costs, break down what I think the labour cost should be, and then have that conversation. Now, we can't just keep our contractors waiting weeks and weeks and weeks for payments. We need to be able to do that quickly, or certainly in line with the expectations that we set, we do payment runs every couple of weeks, which meant I had to do this and had to deal with it. I can't just leave invoices. Certainly, I think there are about seven grand's worth of invoices. can't just leave that for, for another couple of weeks. It all had to be done, but at the same time, it's frustrating. These are difficult conversations, and it's the sort of stuff you don't want to do as a business owner. We don't want to have to have these conversations, but it's part and parcel. It's the nature of the beast. So there we go. Not the best couple of weeks in business by any stretch of the imagination, but this is the sort of stuff we've got to deal with, isn't it? I've reflected on the last couple of weeks, and what I need to do is make sure that when this stuff happens, I've got the scope to soak it up. And for that, I need more manpower. So I'm planning on bringing somebody else into my team. Not quite sure how they're going to fit or where. It might be that there's a bit more admin to take care of, which could free me up from some other bits, which gives me a bit more scope to deal with this stuff. Or maybe I need to delegate a few more responsibilities out to my team as well. I'm not sure and it needs a bit more thought, but clearly this is a problem for me. It's something that I've identified as a business issue and I need to work on it. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Thanks for tuning in guys. Thanks for listening to me rant. I hope that this helps you plan for this sort of stuff in your business. Perhaps you're on a winning streak at the minute as well. Perhaps things are going really well. And perhaps this is just a word of caution. Be prepared. This stuff happens. Make sure that you've got scope to deal with it when it does happen. Don't forget, I'm on hand over in the HMO community. If you're having issues in your own business yourself, or you just want to vent some of your frustrations, then come on over. It's our free group on Facebook, and we'll be able to surround you with support. We are a shoulder to cry on, if nothing else. And don't forget, if you want the detail, if you really want to level things up, then head on over to the HMO hmoroadmap.co.uk. It's got everything you could possibly need, including loads of downloadable templates to help you in your HMO property business. That's it for today's episode. I'll be right back here next time. So join me then for another installment of the HMO podcast.